Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Muslim Moms Podcast with Nabiha and Warda. We are two sisters with 10 kids between us, sharing our experiences about motherhood, relationships, and striving to build happy Muslim families. Let's get cracking. Today's question is, how do you plan your life? Wow, that's a full question there. How do I plan my life? Yeah, just just a little thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, just a side note there. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there are many different ways in which I have tried to get myself organized and get my life in order. And one of the best methods that I have found is to actually have a digital planner. And... Mm. We can get into all the different types that I have taken along this journey of planning and organizing and getting schedules in order and making sure that nothing slips through the cracks. But what about you? What is your preferred method of planning and organizing? And Well, I've always enjoyed planning because as a child, we used to have planners in school. And so that kind of stuck with me, but I could never be consistent. But I've recently, thanks to you, uh, gotten into digital planning and it's been really exciting. So I'm really hopeful that that's something I can keep up with. Um, so, you know, and actually I have to tell you, a lot of people come to me from time to time um, and they ask me, how do you manage it? Like they ask me about you because they, you're somebody that not many people have that many children and such a large family. And so a lot of people are curious and intrigued. Like, does she have help? Like, how does she organize all those children and all that? Like such a big life. And um, I just That's find funny. that interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. So no, I had I to let you know, it is something people are asking because, you know, we all struggle with managing, you know, life and, and so many responsibilities and, and goals and aspirations. And so, you know, how do we make it worthwhile? Um, so I guess, let me ask you, like, what is digital planning for anyone who's out there? Like, well, I've never heard of this before. For me, what I've done is engage in something called bullet journaling. What that is, is basically it's short, uh, bujo, they call it for short, but it contains different sections um, it, and logs that you can put your daily to do's or you can keep a monthly log, weekly calendar, you jot down notes, they have, you design it however you want. It's very free form. And it's also allows a lot of creativity because I've researched many different types, looked at the um, methods in which people have try to write down their items listed. Um, there's also a way to write down and track needs like for yourself, like goals that you have short-term, long-term goals, uh, mental state as well. You can They have mood trackers, all of that. But um, when I have, before I even in, embarked on that, I can really relate to you when you said that growing up. I know in school, they used to give everyone that calendar <laughs> that we always had every yeah. year. And they would encourage you to write down, okay, you have a test on Friday or you have from young as elementary school. And I know my kids as well, they get these calendars and they're encouraged to write down all their subjects and all these things. So I think it's ingrained in our personality and just in the society as well, that in order for you to get things done, you got to keep some sort of record of what's coming in, going out, what you have scheduled, all of that. So throughout the years, I've tried many. And when I say many, I mean many different oh, yes. methods like Same here. there are so, so many, many. <laughs> i've tried just calendars that you buy off the shelf and it's just it has the days of the week and you fill it out and you you know fill in your days and your weeks as it goes i've also tried to actually because i found that i was a person in which i 
needed specific items, like I would cook on certain days or I would do different um, household contributions for my family. So I designed my own one page like Word document and have that every week posted on my fridge as well. And that I outgrew as well. The the cumbersomeness of just trying to print every week and having paper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what drew me into digital planning in general because it's very accessible, which I needed. I needed to be able to be in the supermarket and have my phone ready to go know exactly yes. my list rather than, oh man, I forgot my journal again or mm-hmm. I forgot my planner. So I think that's one of the elements that really drew me into looking into digital planning. Yeah. What about you? Well, yeah, the the virtual tools and apps, I think that's the direction that many planners are going in. Although things like the bullet journal and just like paper and pen planning, I think always will have their place in different personality types. But like you mentioned, when you're trying to just like get things done in your life, you need to be able to access that material on your device whenever you need it. Um, And so I know a lot of people use things like Google Calendar for planning. They might use their notes app or reminders. Um, I know Getting Things Done or GTD has an OmniFocus app. I've tried all of these. And honestly, the thing that has stuck with me is GoodNotes. I mean, GoodNotes is like my new everything. I really, really love it. And it's basically digital, you know, bullet journals, but everything is on the iPad with your Apple Pencil or whatever medium of um, tablet and stylus you want to use. Um, but it's basically bringing the good of the writing because I love the writing connection along with that whole digital convenience. Um, and so the two being married, I think, has just been transformative completely for me. Yes, I, I, I believe that has worked as well for me, too, because we talk about different ways in which to set up your life and calendars. I know for for me, especially it's really essential to not only include myself, but also those people that are in my family who, you know, my kids schedules and what's upcoming for them. Sometimes they have those weeks where they have to wear crazy socks one day or, you know, their hair a, a different yeah. way. You got to keep track of all these things. And then there's papers coming in. I mean, the constant generation of paper coming in all yeah. the time. It's just, um, it's a lot for me to handle. Yeah. So, yeah. So having at least something where I can look on my phone or I can look on my iPad or I can have it be digital has been a game changer, I think, in many respects. And I'm very detailed when I plan. So uh, granted, I don't plan all the time. When I do do it, it's very organized, very detailed. Sometimes because some weeks are flexible, especially summertime, you know, or yeah. vacation times. Right. I'm kind of like a Take little lax. Yeah. yeah, I don't plan as detailed, but I still have my main things, which are like menu items. I have my menu posted every week. Um, and that's helpful for my kids because then they can know what's upcoming. But again, all of this has to be planned out ahead of time. So say, for example, if we take that example of menu, you got to know if you have the ingredients on hand. How are you going to know that? How often do you go shopping? Well, that has to be in your calendar. If you if you need groceries or if you need items, maybe you need to go and purchase those ahead of time. So I think for me, planning at least two weeks ahead of time and having it uh, set up, I I just needed something that worked for me in my lifestyle. And I think that's the problem is that people are scared to try something and just move on if it doesn't work. You don't have to stick with a method that doesn't work for you. If you find writing down on a pencil and a paper and just having a weekly task list of to-dos works for you, stick with it. That 
is a method that that is tried and true for many people. And for many years, I did do that. I just had my to do list and just cross it off. And I think because uh, it do, it is a little intimidating, the especially if you may not necessarily be um, excited about working on technology all the time. We have so much screens all the time. You might be like, you know, I need my my off screen time. But like you mentioned, like you can be so much more detailed and creative when it comes to some of these digital options, because especially if you're someone who likes things to look nice and pretty, the ability to erase easily and to add in and upload from different places. It's just such a seamless process. And then the creativity aspect is still there. You have stickers, you have highlighters, you have pen strokes. So you can get, you know, get into it because a lot of the people in the planner community, that's a big deal. It's very artistic driven. Um, and so you don't miss out on that. But then you can already pull because I know for me, when I use good notes for planning, which I'm still working on being consistent, like you mentioned, like I do it sometimes I have my moments, I stop for a bit. But I'm able to pull from Mint, my financial app, I'm able to pull from Google Calendar and Apple Calendar, and my grocery app that I use, um, where I kind of just, so I think the point is, have a system. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter where it is. But if you think, oh, my gosh, I need garlic. What are you going to do with that information now? You know, like even if it's throwing it into a grocery app or on a piece of paper on your fridge, the point is to have a system. I think that way you can follow through with it. And I think having a family, being a mom in this day and age, it's really difficult to capture all of the information coming to you. So you have to have an efficient system that makes you not be late to that soccer game or make you be uh, forget that there's a parent teacher conference coming up. You have to find a way to organize it all. And I think whatever system you choose, and right now we're pushing really hard on the digital planning, but that method has just been revolutionary, I think, for both of us. But how do you start? What, where do you go about starting and setting up either a digital one or even a written calendar? Where do you start from there? If you're someone who just kind of flies by the seat of your pants, you just go with the flow and you're not really someone who records and captures things efficiently and you need a system, what would you suggest for them? Well, the first thing I would say to someone in that situation is you need to find your purpose. Like, what is the reason that this is so important to you? Because, you know, as a Muslim, we we know that, you know, there's a narration that says um, the the uh, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, verily, Allah has prescribed excellence in everything. Um, and so he talks a little bit about like, if you're going to do something, do it in the best manner. And so we know that is a huge part of our religion and we should live our lives with this purpose, this intention and these higher, you know, aspirations of doing things to the best of our ability. So the idea of just waking up and not really having a direction for our time, it's a little scary. It's like, well, are we really utilizing the blessings, the gifts that we've been given. And so I think if you have that purpose of like, you know, I really want to make the most of my life, that's going to help you navigate as you choose your methods, because it's so easy to start a new method, get off of that method, start a new method. You know, I'm the queen of that. You know, I've tried basically everything in terms of the planning world. I, I've tried so many things. Um, but that purpose is what keeps me coming back to find my perfect um, match. And for me, it ended up being uh, digital planning, just having an iPad tablet and that I can write down what's coming to my mind and then just kind of sync it with my devices. Um, but it it does take a lot of time to set up. 
and a lot of learning. I watched so many videos <laughs> about how to use good notes. What are the best planners out there? Um, I put a lot of investment into, you know, financial investment as well as time investment into making sure that this was a high value in my life. Um, and then I think, you know, the ultimate thing is you have to be tech organized as well because there's a lot of wires and there's a lot of things that lose battery life and need to be recharged. And um, you can have all the things, but if they're not serving you, you know, a lot of times we, we forget to charge our things. And so there's a lot of that tech organization that comes with the territory um, that is something to keep in mind and also create systems for. Yeah, I, I know I was talking to my husband earlier um, today and we were just having a conversation about what would we do if we had no kids? And I know this is odd to bring into this conversation, but what it made me think of is just that time before I had children and just having that free time mm -hmm. where you can just, oh, let's go out to breakfast. What your, your time is so easier when you don't have children. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, I mean, I don't know if other people who don't have kids would agree with that, but I feel like you have so much freedom in your time. Whereas a lot even more control, thought, I think, for sure. Yes, control is the key. Yeah. So even if we thought, oh, let's go out to breakfast. Oh, who's going to watch our kids? There's like 7 million questions that go through my head before I make a decision in terms of being able to just get up and leave my house. So every little action or every little decision that I make, if I decide I want a day off, that involves several people that need to, okay, know what has to happen for this child or know who's going to be taking care of who and, and what's for dinner and all of these different responsibilities. So even if you're not a stay-at-home mom, say you're someone who's working, I think within the working environment too, they are very efficient a lot of the places because they have systems in place. So you know when that next meeting is, at what time, who's coming in for a project or all of these things are organized and someone, there has to be someone behind it doing it. And if you're someone within that corporate environment or you're just trying to figure it out, you're now stepping into that area, you can translate all those skills into your family life. And I think that's important for people to know. You can professionalize being a mom in a yeah. sense by planning and scheduling and getting your stuff in order. Yeah, that's something actually that you had said a while back that has stuck with me, which is that you take your job and responsibility of a mom like a real job, like a career, like this is something. And I think everyone would agree it's a career plus you know, more than just a normal full time job. Um, the, the mental load and, and of motherhood is very, very heavy. Um, but taking it in that approach of, you know, this is a really serious responsibility and a job. Um, is is a really different way to look at, you know, being a mom and being that you have to do professional development, you have to plan like you would plan for anything else. And so when people come, and they may not take that job or that role as serious, um, sometimes it's it gets a little bit off putting if they don't respect that you've designated timeline for things or um, boundaries like, you know, that you don't give your children, let's say sweets after a certain time, <laughs> like something like that are your ways of getting all these other things that you've established in order. Um, and so there's a lot of intentional planning involved in um, parenting. And that does, I think that grants you freedom 
because now you can kind of maneuver yourself without having to feel like you're going crazy. And I've, I think we all can relate to that feeling when something is not planned or a lot of unexpected things happen at one after the other, after the other, you know, and then it's just like, you feel that stress and that strain. Um, and so it's not a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I think all people who have succeeded, if you ask any of them, I know there was a, um, saw an interview where they had asked different uh, professionals within their field who have achieved the highest of the high of success in their field. They often say it's because they have had these goals for years. So when you see people who are supposedly an overnight success, they have been struggling and working and grinding and, and planning all these years of taking the classes necessary to get better at their their field or whatever steps they needed to take. It wasn't just an overnight success. But yeah. oftentimes we look at that and we're like, oh, wow, if only I could, you know, yeah. get in that yeah. way. But it doesn't happen overnight. And yeah. and simple, easy steps such as just making a list. What I got to get done today? Write down your top three items and get it done as soon as you wake up in the morning. I think that's one of the best tips that I have is that people should really, when you make a list of what you want to get done for that day, do your artist item first, because that's yeah. when you have the yeah. most energy. I think the, the concept is called eat the frog. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I have found too, because with little children, honestly, the, the early morning is really the only time that I actually get to sit and be with my thoughts and my digital plan without ease. Cause you know, my one and a half year old is constantly grabbing my tablet and climbing up on my things. So you need that quiet time to really enjoy the process and, you know, allow yourself to, um, and that's hard. It's hard waking up early and getting it done. But um, again, going back to that purpose and that, that driven, you know, what is it I'm trying to accomplish here? Um, and I really love what you said there about how these goals, they transpire over the course of time. And a lot of times people only see the results of that. I think that can also translate into family structures. Like when people see these beautiful family dynamics or, um, you know, children that have been so well mannered and, and raised in such a way that is, is aspirational. It's almost like, you know, well, that didn't just happen. You know, a lot of times these children come out and they're highly supported and these households that are run, they come with a lot of hard work and a lot of planning and a lot of energy and dua and everything that is required for success. Um, so that's just really something to ponder upon. What exact items do you plan? Like, what do you have in your digital planner? Oh, that's what have a good you question. put down as, as priority or items that you've chosen to keep track of or record? Yeah. So I try to, I have a few notebooks that I keep, um, in my good notes app and I try to keep it minimal. Um, because I know I'm not going to follow through if it gets too tedious. So I have a digital bullet journal and that's a place where I throw all my ramblings, my thoughts, the things that I don't mind if it looks a little messy. So like if I'm trying to plan for my classroom setup, you know, in my teaching career, then I'll just throw it in the bullet journal. Um, so it's stuff that's like short term, just throwing your thoughts down on paper, making a list that I won't necessarily want to reference back. I just kind of want to have it somewhere. That's what I use my bullet journal for. Um, and then I actually have a section for Islamic notes. So if I ever have an opportunity to join a virtual session, or I actually have a Thursday class that I um, join on Zoom, these type of things, um, I try to capture it in that notebook. Um, I also have a financial planning notebook that is where my husband and I do our fin talks or our financial talks, which we talk about in our money 
uh, episode if you want to check out on that. Um, and then I have Muslim Moms Podcast Journal where I have all my templates for our podcast. And then the last one is my daily planner, um, which has like just, you know, the daily calendar and to-do lists. I frequently reference like my notes app and my reminders app because I kind of keep checklists on there. Like every time I want to travel and go on a weekend trip, I have a packing list. And I just go and I revisit the same packing list every time because I found myself constantly like, did I get this? Did I get that? Did I get that? I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make the list and then I could use it forever. (laughs) And so I've been doing that these past several trips I've taken because we do a lot of road trips and um, it's been wonderful. Like it's so comprehensive. I just reference it. So I actually made a a section on my notes app that just says checklists. And I reference those over and over. Um, so yeah, that's my main um, planning. I don't know if that was a lot or not. Um, and then one last thing, which I think a lot of families have established, if you haven't by now, this is a great thing to establish. We've had this for years. And that is the joint calendar between my husband and I, where any appointment, any invitation, we immediately throw it on the family calendar on our apps. Um and have our calendars like Google, Apple, whatever it is. And that way we can always, someone asks us to come visit, whatever. We always check our calendar, make sure we don't miss anything important. Yeah, that's great. That's very detailed. And I like how it's like detailed, but then also you have areas where it's kind of like just your thoughts and kind of just uh, a binge of your ideas or just like a unloading of all of your ideas, because sometimes you need that. You need to just like take from paper to pencil and put it down, everything in your head, all the thoughts and doing it on something digital, like, like an iPad or some kind of device where you can write with a stylus. You have it captured. You don't have to worry about the papers, um, laying around. So mine's actually is combined with all of those items in one journal. So I have the bullet journal that I created and with it, I have different sections and tabs. And I was so proud of myself. I click, you can click on tabs, <laughs> and links, all that. I don't I know how I figured it work. out, but I got to update it for, um, for the, the future, like different, I, I add in some extra things. But, uh, so I even have certain things, um, in addition to what you mentioned, I have like book lists, like things that I have read in the past and just like a little note of what, uh, like a little summary of that book that I've had in the past. I've had a mood tracker where I've kept track of how I'm feeling for the day and just making sure to manage my emotions and how I felt that day. Um, I've had a journal in there as well where I write down either really cool quotes that I've heard or just keeping track of different moments within, oh, my daughter did something funny today and I wanted to just write it down there. And what's great about it, you can actually put pictures in there so I can mm-hmm. take a cute little photo of her of what she created yes, I love and that put feature. it in there as kind of like a scrapbook yeah so there's different ways of using all of these devices and all of these technology that's available to you but it's just being able to start I think is the key and I have been the person who I've if something doesn't work I abandon it right away mm-hmm. like if it, even if I've spent money on it if it's not working and it's not fulfilling my purpose I'm someone who is, if it's not convenient, I'm not going to do it. So if my uh, stuff is not set up right by the door, my keys are not right there, I will move it right away. Like I need to have things in a convenient spot or it's it's going to go on the back burner. So having some items like just because you invested time and energy and effort and money into it, but it's not serving you, get rid of it. 
like don't feel bad Get you rid know of it. that that reminds me of a book you know our family is a big um fan of seth godin and he has a book that's called the dip and it's a little it, the subtitle is a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to stick um and it's that whole concept of like if if you have a hard time like quitting a terrible job quitting whatever it might be um or a system that doesn't work for you or you're leaving your house or whatever, you know, it's something that you just have to make that big move. This is a good book to look into because it does let you know, like quitting is essential sometimes <laughs> just leaving things and moving on. Yeah. It's, it's, and people find it hard, especially someone like myself where I want to succeed. I want to do good at what I, you know, I put all my energy into something, but I have found over the years and, and it's just through patience and practice and knowing yourself, that if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I was the person who was spending hours, and I kid you not, hours taking a ruler and and color pencils and drawing my my bullet journal out mm-hmm. with markers, and yeah. it was causing so <laughs> much stress to my mind. I thought it's that not I not sustainable it. for our fast paced no, lifestyle. No, it know? took so much time to make it beautiful, and then when it wasn't beautiful, I was upset with myself. Why doesn't mm-hmm. it look so nice? Yeah, so. Finding the digital planning and being able to do those little quirky, nice, beautiful markings and and inserting things and being able to write and all of that, but still having it done in an efficient manner. Because if it's not convenient and efficient, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So it's it's key to figure out for yourself, what do I need to record? How am I going to do it? And start doing it. Just implement yeah. it slowly yeah. and over time, change it, adapt to whatever your situation is. Yeah. And, and we've talked about meal planning before. Meal planning is a huge area that I am working towards becoming more efficient in. And the times that I have planned, even just to write down the name of a meal on a day, like even if I have no intention of making it, just to have that thought, you almost are like cultivating yourself towards that. Like you have it in your subconscious uh, tilapia on Tuesday or whatever, you know? And so that just gives you that preparation. So it just makes your life easier. And that is our goal. And, and often when I find myself just, you know, really feeling stressed out and snapping at my kids and just getting to that place, usually there's a link with that and feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed out because I'm not, I don't have all the pieces in order. I'm not planning. I'm not organizing myself. And so the sign is there, you know, it just, it it really does help you in that way. Yeah. I would encourage everyone to get organized in some way, figure out what works for you. And one of the things that I found in the past that has really been key is including others in your family in this process. So having a family command center, they call it, which is just basically, it could be a calendar, it could be just like an mail slots, or I set up for all my children, they each have a little container where they can put their schoolwork in and their books, things that need to be checked. So each one of them have their own area available. And I I took an entire wall. It could even just like a little hallway. Your life, man, our house, you got to make it work for you. Yeah, but it... It's essential to our family and nobody does anything without checking on that board and making sure that we know what's going on because I want my kids to be able to implement this in their life too. I don't want them to be pulling out calendars and flyers from things that they missed in their backpack. I want them to stay organized and be efficient and really get their stuff done too. So the best way to do it is through example. So by teaching them these simple 
ways of having calendars on your wall and checking off the days. I have my youngest, he checks off what day it is so he knows, oh, this is upcoming or this is something to look forward to. It's important. So just just remember that as a mom, that once you're doing this, you're also setting that example for your kids going forward. Yeah. And I think if you're somebody like me who struggles with perfectionism, you got to let go of that. Like you just got to let it go. It does not have to be beautiful. Like a simple post-it note checklist for your children to remember the four things they have to do in the morning does the job. <laughs> you know, nobody is is like greeting us on these things. It's it's for us. And so that's something that helps me and keeps me in mind. So yeah, I, I think we've covered quite a vast amount of information, ideas, and I hope that it was helpful towards everyone that's listening. Um, and as we did say, this thing is, it's very dynamic. It's constantly changing. And so, you know, maybe in the future, we can do an update and see how things have changed as our life grows. So what's the, what do you have for what's next? Well, I would suggest if you're someone who has never really planned out your life in the manner we were talking about, I would suggest trying out a family calendar, whether this be digital or just a board written down. If it's written down, have it be located in a central location so that everyone can see it and have access to it in your family. And if it's digital, then meet once a week to discuss the upcoming events for the following week. Try out new methods until you find one that works best for your situation and lifestyle. And try to plan out at least one week of your life and see what happens. Wow, that's I, I love that. Perfect starting point. And actually, mine kind of goes in tandem with that because my what's next is just for those people who are, whew, this is completely brand new to them. They've never done this and they also struggle with, you know, staying consistent with journaling. I would suggest just start with one type of journaling and that is the gratitude journal. There's a beautiful book called The Five Minute Journal. Um, and it's it's one of many ways that you could just start on a daily basis, just writing down three things that you're grateful for. And you can also, if you choose to um, write down like three things that went well at the end of your day, just something small like that to start out will kind of build that consistent habit. And, you know, this over time, you will see the results of how this can impact your life. And hopefully it'll be a starting point for writing things down and planning more. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, be good to yourself. To support this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. For feedback, topic ideas, or just to continue the conversation, email us at muslimmomspodcast at gmail.com. Assalamu alaikum.